Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by Cornerstone Home Lending. Since 1988, a mortgage banker and direct lender that believes in providing in-depth loan consulting to its customers in a personalized and honest manner. And if you're just joining us, we have with us on the line Linda Spann, who's the manager of the Santa Barbara Club in downtown Santa Barbara. Thank you so much, Linda, for being here with us today. How are you Thank doing you. And the coronavirus? Well, we... We are turning lemons into lemonade. We got our closure notice last week. Unfortunately, we had to furlough quite a few employees, but we kept about six core people, and we are doing a to-go business for the membership community of the club. So we're running about anywhere from 30 to 100 meals uh, a day being lunch, dinner, uh, the chef is creating specials. So we're doing the best we can with um, our membership. And we're finding that there's a huge outpouring of members that are very appreciative for the service. So now, um, Linda, what is the average age of your, um, your membership? I would say about 68 to 78. That's a sweet spot right there. So your membership is in that high risk category. So what what um, precautions are you taking as a as a organization to ensure that the that you know they are the food is is not contaminated in any way, shape, or form? Well, we've we sterilize our kitchen three times a day with um, all the codes of the you know any kind of food service industry. There's only four people that are actually. There's one person that's actually touching the food, and that's our executive chef who's always has gloves on and changes them periodically. And then the bagger person has a new pair of gloves on, and I'm actually out in the driveway delivering myself. So three people are, are coming in contact, and we're, you know, we're all going by all the rules and the codes, washing your hands, not touching your face, and you know, just doing the very best we can to deliver the best service. And then, of course, we put it in your trunk as you drive through. So there's no exchange of money. There's no exchange of credit card. There's pre-orders 24 hours ahead of time. There's an interesting article in yesterday's paper about the virus apparently is, does not, is not foodborne. It, you, it can be transferred in the wrapping, in the, in the uh, box, uh, but it's not in the food. I don't understand why, but that's probably why it hasn't spread even greater than it has. So the food supply is safe. It's just you just have to worry about the packaging. Exactly. Exactly. And all our packaging is you know, bought brand new. So we're, you know, we're doing the best we can. And we're so happy to be able to be doing this for, you know, stopping 30, 40, 50 people from going to the grocery store on a daily basis. Right. And especially those people that are um, in that high risk um, of, ha of having complications. So they absolutely now, are. You were, you were one of the first to really mobilize and create this um, takeout scenario. What, um, you know, how did it come about and, and what were you thinking when you implemented it? Well, you know, what was funny is, is our membership is such close camaraderie. By that, what I mean is members love seeing other members. And even when this started two, three weeks ago, nobody stopped coming to the club. So we all sort of were surprised and the staff was a little miffed at this. And I thought to myself, well, what, you know, they, they still want to eat at the club. 
So what we did was just spring into action on a very limited menu and started doing, well, if, you, you know, if you're feeling sick or if you're nervous about going out, let us do a to-go package for you. Or when you come in for lunch, people would say, well, we don't know what to have for dinner and we're afraid to go to stores. We would say, well, we'll wrap you something up for dinner. So that's how it was sort of soft-launched. And then uh, our first closure day, we did over 60 meals. And so how many meals are you doing a day? Were you doing a day pre-close, you know, pre-coronavirus close? 30 to 40. You were doing take-home 30 to 40 at that point? No, no. Pre-corona, pre-corona nothing. For a week, maybe. And then once we shut down, uh, people started picking up food for lunch and dinner. And then on right. Fridays, they're picking up food for the whole weekend. So are you regulated the same way restaurants are? Were you mandated to close or can clubs stay open if they wanted to? You know, that's a good question. I mean, the Club Managers Association got together and said, since we are a city club and since our restaurant is what we offer, let's kind of follow suit with that. We're, we're not, you know, a public restaurant. We're private. So we went along with that. I, I, don't, I don't think it would have been prudent for us to have stayed open for employees as well as, you know, the members. And so when, when you say you furloughed um, employees, how many employees did you have to furlough? We furloughed about 30. Wow. Now, when you say furloughed, does that make them eligible for um, unemployment insurance? Absolutely. Absolutely. And since we furloughed that, our board of directors has gotten together because the staff is like the family here. It's what, you know, makes the club what it is. And they have created an employee uh, assistance, uh, an employee assistance fund. And, you know, well, certain members, there's an outpouring of membership saying, can we contribute? Can we help? What can we do? Because they're grateful for what we're doing. So we plan on helping the employees any way we can. Furlough just basically means you're temporarily laid off, but you absolutely have your job back. Understood. Go ahead, Well, I, I think it also means, I'm not sure, but I think it also means that there's no limit on how long you can give insurance, uh, health insurance to. I think that is another advantage of being furloughed. I think that permits you to continue to provide health insurance for as long as you keep them furloughed as opposed to uh, terminating them. Correct. Uh, and, and we are and doing other, that with our full-time people, absolutely. Yeah, and also, you know, I, one of the things that I know um, uh, from just looking at restaurants in general is that some of the big restaurant chains across the country, uh, 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 given in the kind of business you are, not, not you know, takeout, but in terms of high-quality, high-service, uh, is they believe it's going to take months to retrain staff if they let them go. Uh, because you know, part of the whole experience of being in a restaurant or a club is the uh, t- type of service that you get. And so one of the good things about treating your people well is that you'll be able to keep them, um, and, uh, keep, and which is important if you want to maintain the same kind of service. Absolutely. You know, Neil, some of our employees have been here 25 years, and most of them have been here all over 10 years. Wow. Yeah, that's great um, continuity for um, club members to receive service and also um, 
employees to know exactly how things work. And, and hopefully you won't have to go through that retraining effort um, when we reach the other side of this. Right. So, so what I decided when I moved here is the only club I would join was Costco. And uh, <laughs> Co Costco does not provide me meals. Did, did I make a really big mistake? Yeah, you did. You did. Now you've you've eaten here, so I don't need to tell you how great the food is. Well, but I've eaten there so much. Does that permit me to participate in this uh, takeout uh, bonanza, or that doesn't? That's not part of just being a guest for a lot of a lot of lunches. You'll have to get Diane to pick your food up, and she'll pay for it. Oh, good. <laughs> well, on that note, I think it's time to take a break. Uh, you're listening to Money Talk on the Santa Barbara News Press radio station, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm founded on providing thoughtful, objective, and comprehensive financial guidance for families and entities who are seeking long-term financial confidence. And if you have a question, we can be reached at 805-564-1290 or email us at moneytalk1290 at gmail.com. So if you're just joining us, we have Linda Spann, who's the manager of the Santa Barbara Club um, downtown. I am a member of the club and they do an amazing job all the time, but especially mobilizing to do takeout efforts for the members during this um, time where uh, social distancing has precluded us from eating at restaurants and going to bars and socializing in our, in our normal uh, capacity. And so Linda, you know, what is your background um, in hospitality and, and how long have you been in the industry? Well, I've been in the industry for my, actually a very long time, 35 years. And I Can you can you hear Richard speaking in the background? No. Okay, there he goes. I thought he was asking me another question. Um, I've been in the industry pretty much my whole life. I did graduate though, uh, college with a degree in aviation. So I was a jet mechanic and a pilot right out of college. And it was very lonely. Uh, I flew for the mail in Chicago, and I soon realized that I was much more of a people person. I came out to Santa Barbara and was in the hospitality industry. And then I had kids, and I retired. Uh, but when I did retire, I invented a line of, I patented and invented a line of flip-flops. So I have about 18 patents on that. So I, it, it was hard for me to just stay home and stay put. But I loved being a mom, and I loved hanging out with my kids. I came back, uh, sort of back into the industry uh, with the club. I did some consulting with a few local hospitalities in Santa Barbara, hotels and restaurants. And then I heard that the club was looking for a general manager. And I had never run clubs before. I was always doing hotels, full-service hotels. And it has been one of the greatest experiences of my life. It really has. The members here and the camaraderie and the closeness and the staff. I'm lucky every time I walk through these doors. 
I guess one of the real big differences, which makes it such a plus, is that no matter how good you are servicing at a hotel, people are coming and going. But at a club, you see the same people every day, and they build up an appreciation that transients really can't provide. They do. They they really do, and they care, and you know their lives, and they know your lives, and um, it's it's a very very close knit community, and. You know, the building itself, you know, the, the club was formed in 1892, and um, this building did not exist uh, till 1904. But the, the camaraderie here is, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah, and I, so remember, I remember when the building was built. Uh... <laughs> You're dating, you know, dating yourself. <laughs> so let's, now, now, how does one become a member of the Santa Barbara Club? Well, we actually have a very, we have a waiting list right now, but to become a member, the membership is encouraged by members inviting friends and people that they know. Uh, it's really, it's, it's really, you need to know a few members before you join and you need to come to a few events and sort of make sure this is for you and you like it. And we like, you know, we, we definitely want to follow through when you do become a member that you become an active member and you're enjoying what you're doing. Um, so membership is created by members bringing in their friends, their family, and their associates. And, and one, of, and one of the things that you provide, which is uh, a nice touch, is that you have a captain's table for lunch. I don't know whether it's true for dinner, where people who are unattached can come and sit with friends and just uh, stroll in and have someone to talk to. We do. We have a members table, and that's a very long time tradition. So uh, past presidents started that many, many, many years ago, and it is a member's table, and you can drop in and visit with people you've met or visit with people you've never met. And that's a real, and we actually have that every day of the week for lunch and on breakfast as well. Yeah, people now at home have that as well, only it's just with your husband or wife and your kids. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very private kind of, of, of an affair. No, like given given all of your experience in the hospitality industry, do you think that this coronavirus is going to shift the way Americans um, socialize and what they do? And do you think it's going to slow down how we all live, work, and play? Oh, really hard to say. I definitely think the article you spoke about, the second one, I believe it was, Neil, about taking inventory of your life is what I'm seeing from a lot of members, even though they're seniors, you know, taking a look at what they are doing and what they're not doing. And could I save this way? Or, you know, what am I eating? And am I getting out enough? So I definitely think, you know, that's something that's happening. I think that, um, I think when we do reopen, I think it will be a little bit slower of a ramp up than what we would hope for, because I think people are cautious, especially my members being the older so, yes, I think that, you know, that will that will ramp up slowly. You know, in your history, you forgot to mention something that uh, I find to be fascinating, and that is uh, you are a motorcycle enthusiast and not just any and not just and not just any motorcycle. You have very big, very big ones. I do. That is my guilty pleasure. I ride Harley Davidson's as much as I can. That is my guilty pleasure. Yes. And so are you able to still get out um, on the bikes uh, during this time? 
Absolutely. It's the only thing. I jump on it Sunday morning, and I go up north, and I, you know, I be very careful about I don't get gas. <laughs> so I don't stop to get gas. And I flip around in Solvang or Santa Ynez, and then I come back. So maybe 100, 150 miles I'll do on, it, on, on the bike. So that's probably, I, I run on Sunday mornings, so this is probably less uh, stressful than running if you do it on a motorcycle. Well, I don't know about that. you got to be pretty <laughs> hyper alert, but there aren't a lot of cars on the road. So it is beautiful going through the vineyards in Santa Ynez. Oh, I bet. So, so, you're, so you're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 KCSB, and we'll be right back. Brought to you by American Riviera Bank, making your life easier with cutting-edge technology, mobile deposits, free use of every ATM machine in the country, and a level of service other banks can only dream about. Yes, and they will be on our show next week as a guest. Um, But currently, if you're just joining us, we have Linda Spann, who is the manager of the Santa Barbara Club, one of the oldest uh, establishments in Santa Barbara. So, Linda, thanks for being here again with us. And um, so now in terms of business, what, are you seeing a significant drop off from what you would normally see? Are you how, how are the numbers bearing out? We're seeing a significant drop off in the members that would bring groups, you know, uh, members that would bring their business groups or have lunch with their friends or a baby shower or whatever they wanted to do, because our membership was definitely a community that would bring their office, bring their friends, bring their family to different events. So, of course, we're seeing a big membership. Every event has been canceled, needless to say. So it's, it is a how big you, hit. How, how do you uh, handle your supply chain from, from two ends? First of all, uh, are you able to cancel orders that, were, uh, that are too large? And are you able to get things that you still need? We are able to get things we still need, but the chef's very selective on who he will get them from, uh, number one. Number two, we don't have to worry about cancellation. And the reason we don't is because we never order that big. He's very big on freshness, farm to table. So he would get his most of his supplies that day or the day before. So it's not but like we about, have a lot of cancels. But what about staples? I mean, do you still... Uh, you still have, you know, paper products. Um, uh, well, there's condiments. five people working here. We don't need as much toilet paper. <laughs> okay, okay. So, do you have do you have standing orders that you can't cancel, or they're just no. orders that you? So you don't have any exposure to not taking stuff that you had ordered. None. Okay. Okay. Although no, you our could big exposure is. So yes. So I was going to say, you could probably go ahead and resell anything that you didn't to the members who are doing takeout. Like if you oh, if you were stuck in a situation where you had too much paper product. Right, but we're not. The one thing we are selling to our members is a great inventory of wine. Uh, you know, that wine inventory is an asset. It's already bought and paid for. And that's some, you know, that is something we can do now that the ABC has said as long as you buy food, wine is also 
wine can also be sold. How about how about this for an idea? People are doing uh, virtual uh, uh, wine drinking where you, 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 you Skype or you Zoom with a six or seven people and you, you know, drink together. What about eating together? What about creating a Zoom account for your members and, you know, 100 people can have dinner together? We actually a- did a Zoom board meeting. So we are actually doing an, an investment club Zoom meeting, a board meeting Zoom meeting, and we're thinking about, you know, as we go forward, doing things like that. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of the members, particularly the older ones, you know, probably you know just don't have really much to do, and if you give them you know two three times a week an opportunity to have a virtual dinner, it would probably be something that they would really enjoy. Yeah, I think so too. Or a virtual lunch. I definitely think that would be a great idea. So, Diane, do you want to have a virtual lunch with me next week? Sure, we should do the virtual lunch right before the show next week, like we normally do. Okay. And you could swing so- by the club and pick up food for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then eat it in our cars. Sounds fun. Right. <laughs> <sighs> so what do you next for the Santa Barbara Club? Are you when you replenish when so you're selling the bottles of wine at, at um to members with, with food purchases? Now, are you able to replenish that wine supply with the deals that are going on in terms of the uh wine industry? I know. You know, the wine industry is an interesting one. We've gotten a lot of um, specials and discounts and case prices, so we won't be doing any replenishing now, obviously. But when it does come time to open, I suspect we will be able to replenish whatever we need to meet the demand. And do you foresee when you do go into that next phase of when we when we start to open that you'll keep the takeout uh, situation, as you had mentioned, you thought it would ramp slowly so that you would do both concurrently at, at some point in the future? I think depending on how busy we are, I definitely think people would enjoy like a one night a week dinner, say a Monday night dinner where we're not open normally. I also will let people know if they feel uncomfortable coming into the club, we're happy to package their food up. So again, being a private club, your whole goal as the GM here and the staff is to accommodate. And so we very rarely say no. We, you know, we want to accommodate the members here and we want to make them feel like this is a really special place home away from home. And that certainly is how, how most members feel about it. And, and that's the treatment that we receive as members, which is, which is an, a, a testament to, to your hospitality and your leadership. Linda. You know, I, I Thank think you really, turned the club around since you since you've taken over as the manager and I know I for one am very appreciative of of all you do for the club and helping us through uh, times like these so when you look at at the uh, balance sheet moving forward do you think this coronavirus will do uh, irreparable damage to the finances of the club I do. I mean, I think enough events and gatherings and parties and holidays, Easter Sunday, for example, we usually have 200 members come on Easter. So I think it's going to be tough going forward. I think our finance committee is really on it uh, to get them together with our board of directors. I think we will, you know, we have some reserve and I think we uh, will figure it out as we go, just like everyone else. 
Yeah, and and so the, I think the difference that you have versus say a private um, industry like uh, like the Acme Hospitality who we had on last week is that you have a membership that wants it to s- succeed, and consequently you have the you know assessment option as opposed to these restaurants that that really really don't have that option or that you know same ability. Absolutely. Well, what, what, one of the adva- one of the advantages you have is that. Uh, it's going to take a while for restaurants to ramp up when this is over, but I, you probably can ramp up much more quickly, particularly since you're doing takeout. And this, so the kitchen's still open and people are, are not, have not been let go, and you probably can get moving very quickly, whereas a lot of restaurants are going to have a tough time financially and logistically to get going. Very true. I think that's very true. I think with this, you know, we have a captive audience. Our membership really cares about the club. And, you know, not only do they care about the club and their, um, you know, their friends that, it, that come to the club, they care about the staff. And that has been time and time again in the parking lot when I'm saying hello and putting food in the trunk of a car. People are, they're saying, you know, members are saying to me, how can I help? Is there anything I can do? Thank you so much for doing this. So everybody really, really cares. So it's a great, it's a great environment. Now, do you think that at some point, depending upon how, you know, as this uh, social distancing continues through, I guess the latest word is April 30th, do you see yourself being an intermediary for, say, if somebody needs a dozen eggs in your membership that you'd be willing to to create that that kind of grocery store kind of experience as well? You know, we thought about doing that, and we actually explored that idea because, we, you know, had a few members ask us for that. I mean, if someone's in a dire pinch, we absolutely will give them something. But the thing is, is I don't want any additional delivery people coming in contact with the kitchen, and I don't want my chef or anyone else from our staff to go out shopping. Because with this operation, you know, we all have to stay healthy to continue it on, to continue. So I think delivering... are What's you going that? to work? Are you are you going to work? I'm here every day. And that, and uh, because there's so few people there, you're not concerned. No, and I'm you know ten feet away from anybody at any given time. We have six people running this show. No, you I, also I, have some offices leased out to to various um, club members for their business operations. Now, are you seeing um, those businesses continuing to to go online and and um, you know be in the building as well? Most people are working from home. There are a few members that may come in, and we're lucky enough to where the building has huge wide hallways where they have their own key and they enter through a separate entrance. So I've seen two, two or three office tenants just come in and check. But we've taken down the coffee, the water, the, the, you know, we've taken down everything. And those restrooms are cleaned twice a day. Now, do you, do you find that you have the, a sufficient amount of supply of, um, you know, protective gear for those people cleaning? We do. We're, we're lucky about that. We have a one, late, one gal cleaning and... We are stocked up on that. We do order that six months in advance. 
Uh, you're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 KZSB, and we'll be right back with our final segment. by Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm founded on providing thoughtful, objective, and comprehensive financial guidance for families and entities who are seeking long-term financial confidence. So, Linda, you know, um, any final thoughts that you want to leave us with in terms of um, business or or local business or, or what people who are listening can do to help the community? I would just say my heart goes out to all the people who are out of work. And I hope that everybody is keeping social distance, and we hope we can get through this. And if anybody needs something to do and wants to volunteer, there's plenty of volunteer positions all over Santa Barbara community. And so um, for any club members that are listening, um, what would you recommend, you know, any, any thoughts on that, that they should order more food or, you know, help, help thank, keep the club afloat? Thank, thank you for ordering. I, it never ceases to amaze me how wonderful all the members of this club are, and your staff is very appreciative of everything you do. And stay safe and healthy. And also, I think it's, it's good to reiterate the fact that if you're ordering food from these takeout locations, especially the Santa Barbara Club, that it is staying safe because you, you can, um, you know, the club is taking the appropriate precautions to make sure that your food is safe and the packaging is safe. We absolutely are. So you, at the club, there's, there's no gratuities during normal times. Isn't that correct? You don't. That is correct. Once a year, we take up a collection for a holiday bonus. So from does, the it make sense, does it make sense to for during this period for takeout to change that rule where there's gratuities for basically um, uh, a fund for the employees? I noticed that when I do takeout in my local restaurant restaurants and I look at people's because I'm nosy uh, as they sign their uh, credit card in front of me, people are giving huge tips because they're so happy that there's a place open. So this may be a way of increasing your funds, having people permitting people to give a gratuity that would go to the whole staff. Right. What we've done is created a staff, um, a staff fund for that very, for that very reason to, to help the staff subsidize what they're getting uh, or not getting. It's really amazing how, how, how much ingenuity there is in the various restaurants that I've gone to for takeout. They've created, you know, a whole process uh, there's one place in town where uh, nobody touches anybody. It's all done. There's a there's two places for the credit card. One is where the person behind the counter puts in the information, and it pops up on a screen that only you can see, and that you touch your credit card, and they don't touch your credit card. There's all types of very innovative ways that restaurants have uh, you are using to create a safe environment. Right. What makes it really seamless with the club is you don't even get out of your car. So you drive in, pop your trunk, and we just put the food in. There is no credit card. There's no nothing to sign. So that's because we have all your information online. But you know, but I think it's uh, I think it's working really well. And I applaud the restaurants around town that are making it work and creating new and innovative ways to do this. 
So I, I, is the club also providing marriage counseling for people who are stuck <laughs> together? Is, is there, you know, uh, how's that working out for everybody? We, we should, you know what? I think that's a good idea. We should jump on that soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, seriously. Because, you know, the club also ser- serves as a refuge for um, people who, who, you know, have retired and their spouse is used to them getting out of the house. So that would be a, g- a good idea. Well, Linda, thank right. you so much for being here with us. We really thank- appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank you so much. And, and thank you all uh, for listening to Money Talk. And we'll see you next week. 